to Good Boys Gone Bland, Season 8, Episode 11, State of the Podcast. I'm your co-host, Anali. I'm your co-host, Ryan. I remember the first time we did one of these, and I labeled it yeah. Episode 10.5. Have I been and saying that? What have I been saying? No, well, <laughs> I, I don't think know, because that never State really made any sense. But I think the yeah. problem was is that Podbean has kind of a confusing episode uploader. And, you know, is this part of the season? Is it the midway point? Anyway, it's me, Jace. Hello. Hello, Jace. Uh, yeah, you bring up a good point here. I mean, we're eight state of the podcasts in. I consider this part of the season because it's part of our wrap up and it's kind of like a transitory episode. Yeah. Um, I, people tend to like these episodes. They I think. get more downloads some... than most episodes in the season. Usually <laughs> it's fucked up. Do people not like the movies? <laughs> no, they just like us and our bullshit. And uh, guess what you're going to get today? Some more uh, of yeah. our bullshit. More of our bullshit. Um, I think there's something ironic yeah. happening with the state of the podcast because back in the early days, this used to be the one that I would maybe put the most work into. Right. You know, thinking up of things for weeks, I would think of, <laughs> you know, good themes <laughs> or good actors to do. And I would come through a list and I would call it down to like two, right? Right. Wow. Now, I had to go to Home Depot after work and on the car ride there, I was like, eh, <laughs> <laughs> what should I pitch today? So I mean, you're telling me that the next 14 weeks minimum of my sanity could be based on a one-third chance of you something being like... Something I was... Like, oh, word man, association I was doing time. on the road. You better have thought a little bit, Ryan. This is a lot of our fucking time. You know what my theory is? I think uh, people see the state of the podcast and they're like, ooh, ooh, let's see what cool season they're going to have next. And they watch it to the end. They're like, ow, oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> But I did have listeners submit uh, what they wanted for future State of the Podcast a couple times over the past like year or so. Um, mostly garbage submissions, uh, pretty fucking terrible, which I think would be very good for a podcast <laughs> as a result. So uh, our listeners, I think I think they get it. They know what we're going for here. I could be, be willing to, do a, to a fan season where they just like every week we put a poll up. I would never oh. give them that power. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Maybe for an episode 10 for a fan appreciation season. User submitted Wheel of Chaos season would just yeah. be absolutely rife with terror, I think. But make it a theme, maybe. Like, a, like I, a, some yeah. sort of bound. But we're we're coming to the end. We're at the end of 10 episodes with Sean William Scott. Um, what we usually do on this podcast, I mean, we can kind of explain. This would be a weird first episode, so I really hope this isn't the first, guys. Like, if you are just jumping in, maybe go check out some of our other shit. Like, we, we have some cool reviews. Like, you know, you ever seen Interstellar? That The movie's fucking sick. Maybe check out our, our review of that. Um, but <laughs> this these episodes... It's 90 uh, episodes ago. <laughs> these are actually pretty i mean we get into it kind of late but if you were looking yeah. for a survey of sean william scott and like oh i want to watch like two of his episodes this is actually probably the better place to come for like sinking your time if you're in. actually wondering how he does yeah because you can listen to us bullshit and then you that's can be like, true hmm, they gave that movie a seven i think maybe i'll listen to it or watch that's it. true jace this could be a good primer um, but we are a podcast that marathons 10 movies of a similar actor or subject. We usually use this episode to debrief on our season. What was it like to watch this many movies in a row of the same thing? <laughs> was it good or bad? What were the highs and lows of this season? Um, and, and for you folks who haven't listened to like all of the, the episodes or haven't like checked out all of the movies, I don't know why you would. That's an insane thing to do. Um, this is an episode that'll kind of help you go through it with us. 
But I, I re-listened to Dude, Where's My Car, our episode, and we kind of talked about uh, what we were predicting for the season. So did this did this season pan out like you guys thought you thought it would? I mean, I think we were expecting some speed bumps, uh, some maybe mm. things that didn't age well, maybe some chuckles. Uh, How did you guys feel? I'll take a swing at it because I feel very responsible for what happened. Uh, this was my <laughs> pitch. And if we remember, I didn't have a pitch for like the first six seasons I got picked. And then the last two have been mine. So I, I don't know. I think in the middle there, like after evolution and like the rundown, I was I was flying high. And then we kind of fizzled out. Uh, if it wasn't for role models, I think the last like five movies <laughs> would have been kind of stinkers. So it's a very difficult to look back in retrospect and think like, man, I guess what I'm trying to say is it fizzled out. It got pretty bland. I think American Pie... You think we did it? We did it. Like American Pie is pushing the envelope for how much, you know, early 2000s comedies I can bear in 10 weeks. <laughs> yeah, my uh, early 2000s comedy meter, like I think peaked out after one or two and they just kept coming. They kept fucking coming, man. Holy shit. Uh, Jace, how did you feel about the, the season or like, how, how did it like, uh, lead up to your expectations or meet your expectations? It, I, you know, I think I'm in the same place with Sean William Scott besides being done talking about him. Um, right. <laughs> we, we mentioned probably episode six or seven, like when Sean William Scott is coming on in the first brunt of these movies, I'm laughing, I'm smiling. I'm having a good time, but I'm really fucking done watching early 2000s comedies, and I want a little <laughs> bit of depth. If if I don't get some depth in in some a, a little bit of genre differentiation, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> Scribbles out early 2000s sex comedies pitch <laughs> for next season. Yeah, I'm looking at even the dates of the movies that we watched. You know, we have Dude, Where's My Car, '99. Evolution 2001, 2003 for the next ones. You know, we I don't think we ever even approached the 2010s until Goon, which is like eight episodes in. And then even then, the the closest we got was uh the Lethal Weapon series that stars Sean William Scott in like 2019 or 2018. Um, we were watching a lot of older comedies, which I think can be difficult. They're very specific in tone. Um, we did have one genre flick, I guess if you can call it like that. We had Final Destination, which was a oh, weird yeah. reprieve for me. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, and I think we were kind of meh about the movie, but for me, who's someone who gets like stressed out or not, I don't super enjoy horror all the time. For me, that movie was like, holy shit. It was like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> like I was lapping that shit up. Uh, just to get some reprieve from this. I don't have much more to say. I mean, that's the thing about yeah. Sean William Scott is like yeah. he's so typecasted, right? That once you're like, oh yeah, he's in a lot of early two thousands comedies, and I think the bad part was we chose Stark Raving Mad, which was like this <laughs> indie house kind Holy of Holy shit uh, movie <laughs> where he was a serious lead. It was supposed to be a bank heist movie, right? Oh, yeah. And it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Like it does, was not a Hollywood production. Incredibly it, bad. It was like Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's closer to that end of the spectrum. And so I think that that kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. And I almost wanted to go back to the sex comedies just to be like, okay, this is my safe space. It's not going to get above a five or a six, but you know what? It's also not going to be Stark raving mad. And once again, he was the best part of that movie. And he was the only thing making it even passable but like man something's there's something wrong with the sean william scott equation 
Something is wrong. <laughs> and I don't think that many people in this on this planet have come to this con- conclusion because I don't think many people have marathoned all of his movies. <laughs> I'm on Rotten Tomatoes right now. You type in Sean William Scott, you look at the entire filmography. Um, there are six movies that are above a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Or, I'm sorry, all? above the splat symbol, which is like, I think it has to be above 60, yeah. I think technically. I think Goon is the highest one we watched, certified fresh 81%, all right? And we That's did not wild. like that on our reviews. What? <laughs> uh, next one down is Role Models. I think we were like, okay on yeah. that. We were like, it's not bad. Uh, and then The Rundown is the next one down, which really surprises me. Oh, I like um, that movie though. And then you go all the way down. I'm, I'm at the bottom here. And we're at movie 43 with 4%. We never dipped into that one. That's not even the worst movie he said he's been in. <laughs> so it just, it's it's really wild. And like, I want to be clear here too. Like for me, I don't necessarily dislike Sean or his performance or even like his roles. I think it's just these movies and like how he's deployed or what whatever his agent's doing or the types of things that he's put into or chooses. Um, Because I still honestly like Sean William Scott. I like his presence. And when he shows, up in some of these shit-tastic movies i think some good hormone squirts happen in my brain mm-hmm. i think i'm like oh nice sean's in this <laughs> and everything else around it is usually shitty with some exceptions there were some things we didn't like from him in this season maybe it's that i like sean william scott but i don't like his movies right you know right. like he's- <laughs> he he's stuck and i don't know how to get him out of that maybe he's just not good at auditioning maybe he's got like the in friends when joey has like the really terrible agent who's just, like, right. this old woman <laughs> right. maybe it's something like that where like he just doesn't have the hookups doesn't have the connections or doesn't want to be like an a-list star but right. imagine like, him as like star lord i think that would be pretty good yeah and he could have had a chris pratt or trajectory Venom. Venom would be pretty <laughs> sick, actually. He'd be, wait, hold on. He'd be a really good Eddie Brock. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, Sean, for me, like, we've seen him in interviews, or at least we've seen what he's like behind the camera. Um, he's kind of shy. He's kind of reserved. He's not like the characters he plays. Yeah. And maybe he got stuck in that box, and maybe, like, he feels he can't, like, get out of that. And maybe that's really not his strength either. I do want to I do want to bring up his MTV Cribs episode. Oh, please. Yeah. I was able you, to you find... Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh. It's it's for some reason it's host, hosted on Facebook Watch. and the, um, the greatest venue for... Yes. And um, so he... Normally on MTV Cribs, what happens is the show will like rent out a mansion for you. And you can go post up in it and show Did, everybody your house. Let's be clear. I think me and hundreds of thousands of other people just saw that on reddit the other week too i don't know yeah 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 i mean i that was that's how i found it is it was linked in the comments okay Okay. no way yeah someone else was talking about the people love sean williams okay sorry continue (laughs) so yeah so someone else brought it up it's like hey because it was the post was about how red man talked about that and this has been widely known though and then someone said yeah sean williams scott did the same thing and so i watched it and the dude is like it's a normal Hollywood apartment, okay? And he has a roommate, and the roommate's in there just, like, sitting on the couch. And there's, like, no food in the fridge. There's a <laughs> section of the flooring that's, like, messed up. Their couch is held together with duct tape. And uh, then he goes to one of the windows, and he's like, Hey, remember that time there was that, like, manhunt for this person? Yeah, this was the window he crawled out of <laughs> when the police were banging down his door. And he ran, he and he ran down here and he's like, she's like showing, he can point to it. Like he can see it from where he's standing. Now let's go to the pool. 
and he an just, apartment pool. Yeah, it's the apartment pool, and he's like, but it's in the shade, and it's really cold, and so nobody ever uses it. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Sweet crib. Maybe that's why they make shit up on MTV Man. Cribs because they. That's exactly why. Is because it's really sad. <laughs> well, we're, uh, Sean, what were we talking about? Willie, I, I was remember. saying that I think if he had a better, yeah, if. Uh, maybe not even better. I think that he did try to get some movies that hit that would have springboarded him into more public attention, like some of these a other actors that we see. Um, yeah. I think he just unfortunately missed with the timing. And, uh, you know, the rundown being on that list of movies that has like really high rating that he was in didn't lead to anything else for him late or maybe man he did so many movies and it doesn't seem to me like it led to anything that was like critically yeah. acclaimed the next shot he got i would say were role models and goon and those were it kind of reminds me of like the ashton kutcher uh trajectory and it's kind of funny that they were both in dude because like ashton for some reason is more famous and it's right. just because of that 70s show mm. right like yeah he doesn't have a big movie does he um butterfly effect I, I don't know if that's big though right like right so i think it's kind of interesting I, I i i think more people would recognize ashton kutcher than they would sean william scott yeah and i mean to your guys's point too like i feel like the action comedy trajectory would have been ideal for sean and i think it's not too late for a sean assance yeah. oh like, yeah i feel like where he excels is in is in movies where like a concept needs to be sold and he's kind of the comic relief in those things. Like, I mean, look how he's deployed in evolution or in rundown. Maybe, maybe it's that we hit the other actors like Ben and McConaughey after they've had their Renaissance. Right. Maybe Sean, maybe we're ahead of the curve on this one. We're about, to, yeah, we should have done a Sean season 10 years from now. Right. For season. I, so I think that's kind of tough for me to agree with because Sean William Scott is 46, Ben Affleck's only 50. What? It's like through, yeah, I, I think you'd have to completely change the type of things. Maybe, I mean, he's still doing TV. He's running strong as a TV actor, but yeah, he's getting he would, I think he'd have to completely change like what we expect from him to have a renaissance in film. Um, you know, he was, he was just in Becky, The Wrath, Wrath of, of Becky. Becky. Yeah. And... You know, that's kind of a that's kind of a low. I think it was a made for film festival. I don't even know if it's been released. I think it's in some small amount of theaters right now, right? Yeah, it's his highest rated movie is Wrath of Becky. Um, so maybe maybe Sean Assange in the works. Uh, maybe re limited release on the twenty sixth of May, twenty twenty three. So I hope we see it. I think like he did mention in an interview that he feels like he got blamed for a lot of the failures of these movies. And I don't think it was his fault. I mean, he's not writing the scripts in here. Oh, God, no. He's yeah, not directing that I agree these. with. He did not ruin uh, these movies. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I mean, fucking bless him. Like, some of these shitty lines, he's actually, like, making them sound not that bad when right. he's doing it. So... Maybe the horror um, genre then, you know, maybe because the horror genre kind of does that. They pick one or two people who are somewhat well known and they stick them in a horror movie. Right. Uh, like Tony Collette had, you know, a couple horror movies that brought her back. Um, yeah. I think the recent Zach Kreger movie, Barbarian, he would have been good as either male character. Of course, that ended up being Justin Long and um, Bill Skarsgård. Justin Long's in that movie? Wow. I have that that's another dude from this era that I haven't right. thought about in a long and time. And I think yeah. uh 
Sean Williams Scott might have even been able to pull it off a little bit better because Justin Long is not very cool, but he's supposed to be like a cool person. Right, right. And that's kind of like up Sean's alley, <laughs> like person who thinks he's cool. Yeah, yeah. That um, is, uh, I think I have one more comment. I think that's also the disconnect. He doesn't have the drama that other actors and like high high profile actors have. I feel like you got to have some like uh, Chris Pratt, for example. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, he was living in Hawaii, not acting at all, like working at a place when he got his gig for whatever TV show. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. And the stories we have of Sean William Scott are like, he's a reserved dude who was born in Minnesota or Michigan. And right. he got he's a just... tattoo commemorating <laughs> his father when he passed away in 2007. And some people you're like, they're railing coke off of... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he needs a story. He needs something exciting. Uh, Sean, maybe do something. Exciting. Maybe Go how about save. this? Yeah, he had a podcast made for him by three oh. guys. Yeah, who were doing a bunch of other stuff. Right, and right. And then one day they kidnapped him. <laughs> oh. They kidnapped him. So, uh, Sean, if you're out there, um, you got to We got to hit him up. Man. We got to get in his DMs. <laughs> talk on to his, us, uh... talk. All right. Do we want to get into the uh, the movies we watched? Like, Jace, you, you uh, graciously made some graphs again, kind of showing like how, what we thought over time, like what was our shenometers, what was our movie meters? <laughs> what did we think about these dang things? Yeah. Does, well, can one of you maybe what, open you it them? on Discord and uh, yeah. share your screen? Sean Ometer. Oh, I get you double double O double M. I double O double M. I did. <laughs> very that. good, Jace. That's very good. And and Jace, what is what is our shenometer? You, would our, you in your in your words? Our shenometer is how Sean sh- how how shibby <laughs> Sean is in his movies. How how double yeah. lettered up he is in each of his names. Um yeah. his ability to wow us with asinine motivational commentary and things like Cause it also sometimes includes screen time, and yeah, I'll let you know at some point. Ryan explain his his secondary measure, so to speak. What's my secondary measure? That he's the second man. That's why. Oh, you know. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good. Se- that was a good, so to yeah. speak. I'm just too stupid. Um, <laughs> Alley oop and smack to the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my my thing is that when I think of Sean William Scott, I don't think of him as the lead. Right. He's usually a sidekick or a member of a group, and he's not normally the main character. That's true from his breakout role in American Pie, where he's not even the main part of the group who's making the the sex pact. And also think about Dude, Where's My Car? Once again, Ashton Kutcher is technically the lead, and he's a little bit more famous, even though they go everywhere together in the movie. So that's how I made my you know imagination of Sean. And if he ended up being the lead, that would dock him points, you know? Right. Hmm. And I see what you mean, Ryan. And I think he's well deployed in those types of roles, because um, I we haven't seen a lead role where they really have cracked the Sean code. Um, speaking of lead role, we see rounding out the bottom of this list is Stark Raving Mad. I think that was an attempt at an action comedy, just done so fucking poorly that I, I we can barely call it a film. Um, yeah, it absolutely had the worst. Of every trope, I think, that was included in 2000s movies, which is unfortunate because I do think it had probably the, one of the most interesting heist concepts that I, would, that I would actually yeah. like to watch. I keep thinking that this is the movie with Mr. Fucktastic and, and it's not... It's not. It, believe it or not, that's Bulletproof Monk. Believe it or not, this is, does not I have... Keep, yeah. He has, I keep it's, being like, it's the one with DJ Fuck You. Yeah. That's right. It's fucking, it kind of weird that they went there almost <laughs> twice. 
mm-hmm. but it's like bulletproof monk did everything better in that one with like the cool rave gangs that he has to fight mm-hmm. like i feel like that should have been in this one fuck Anyways, terrible showing of Sean. Um, just all around shitty movie. I, I'd be surprised if this wasn't the bottom of our movie meters. So I want to, but well, as we go through this, I want to take yeah. kind of note that we're all usually pretty in agreement. Like there's a pretty steady thing going on here, and most of them are above a seven, right? right? Mm-hmm. Six or I, <laughs> since we have eleven, because we had two TV episodes in one episode yeah there's 11 things here and seven of them are seven or above which is much different than a lot of other scales where you know there's a lot more variability and that maybe means he's typecasted i think so i think so i mean i don't think we've seen consistency like this since matthew mcconaughey Mm -hmm. uh, where he's bringing the flavor every fucking time and we look at goon i gave that one a seven you guys gave it a much lower score i gave it a two you didn't like sean in that one i thought he was a little closer to what i wanted him to be in that one where he's, he's doing a little dramatic, he's doing a little comedy, a little bit of action in there. It was working a little bit for me. Yeah, I just didn't understand the choice to make him, like, mentally handicapped. No, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's so far away from his typecast that that couldn't have gotten very many points out of me. Yeah, that we talked about that in Goon, where it was, like, his character was so dumb in, like, a serious way. Right. Where it wasn't, like, goofy, like, dude, where's my car, where you're just, like... Or even, like, like Anchorman, uh, you know? Right, where, like, right. like, everybody is kind of ha- kind of goofy. There's even one character who is probably has some sort of mental problem, but it's, like, such a different vibe than in Goon, where, like... There's people who are playing it straight right next to him. Yeah. And it's like, is he doing like a caricature of like someone is who, this offensive? Who has, like, yeah. And it's like, time. it's like, should we laugh? Like, is this, this is weird. <laughs> right. So, yeah. I mean, uh, totally get that with, with Coon. Um, what'd you guys feel about Final Destination? That looked like we were pretty mid on that one. I think fi- Final Destination is a rough one. I think it belongs here on the Seanometer. Yeah. Um, talking about a movie where a majority of his lines were cut you know he, he's a good presence he has my favorite scene in the movie with a uh, malted milk balls dropping all over the <laughs> plane <laughs> when it's crashing and him be like oh my balls <laughs> um i don't think he but... says oh my balls <laughs> i wish he did <laughs> no you the audience will never know unless they watch it um yeah, yeah that's yeah that's where i'm at he wasn't there he wasn't deployed effectively because we have a cast that is large purposefully because the story dictates it really right Um, that's a good point ensemble cast uh the next one's lethal weapon he was bringing that action comedy shit in there i actually kind of believed he was like a fucking badass in that movie i think it kind of worked for him what'd you guys think i mean sort of but then again he there's no opportunity for him to be really like funny and he needs to kind of be the comic relief character, whereas Damon Wayans in that show is the comic relief character. That was weird, yeah. And so while I think he's the funny badass, um, in this he's just the badass, and that's kind of a middling score. It's a step below Bulletproof Monk, where he has a lot more personality. That's true. That's a good point. It's weird to have, have him be the straight man. Maybe a little more sauce. Bulletproof Monk, I'm weirdly remembering a lot better than mm-hmm. i expected mm-hmm. like, like i didn't i thought i was gonna fucking hate that one but i'm looking back at it and i'm remembering a kind of a fun time like what about you guys that was i think the, the thing that sticks out to me the most is like this weird connection with sean william scott to like early 2000s chinese fetishism right? oh god <laughs> which, oh which, like, no which yeah. was like, is saying it out loud which is like 
yeah. for whatever reason, pretty prevalent in like three yeah. or four of these movies. Um, maybe not directly tied to his character, but like uh, obviously I like tropic. Like, yeah, because he works for like a kung fu theater and he like worships the, that shit. And he has like tattoos and shit. Like this was peak like white guy getting Chinese characters on his biceps. So, um, you know, I really recall that they didn't really I don't think they did anything crazy about it besides him liking Kung Fu in the movies Bulletproof Monk, you know, so like he was supposed to like martial arts. Otherwise, it really I don't know what it make any sense, but brought the weird sexual tension in that movie for sure. <laughs> yeah. So as we get into the, the upper half of this the 7.7 in evolution and above up to like two things that had a nine which is role models and the tv episode it's always sunny philadelphia um i'm looking at it and jace and i gave at least one tenth but denali did not ever give a tenth he only gave out i did he gave out two Mm -hmm. nines so i thought i'd get there i didn't even american pie which is his typecast role that he's most famous from. You gave us seven. Yeah, didn't like So him can that. you maybe explain to me the rationale of the top end of your scale? Yeah, I really thought I would go higher in this. I, I'm, I'm also kind of confused about that. Because like looking back, I might have given him higher on Dude, Where's My Car? But I, after that, I was like, okay, maybe I'll give him higher on American Pie. Maybe I'll give him higher on Goon, which I remembered being a bit better at the time. Uh, maybe on role models but watching each of those movies i'm like i don't know if this is like i'm like oh my god this is such a sean role especially after watching american pie i don't i don't find him like that memorable in that movie and we kind of talked about in that season like the shit i like about him is not in that movie but like the shit i like about him is in like role models and even in the rundown so i might bump some other shit up but i don't know what's a 10 for me Hmm. interesting it's i think through these seasons through eight seasons now it's like there's a little bit of trepidation to give something a 10 so early. Right. And then yeah, I because we because like we really change how we view the character or the actor throughout the season. And, you know, I mean, I think I'm I do it more than most. And it's only been like three times where I'm like, I'd actually give that movie a different score. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like, I, I guess we, we can't do like every single movie. This, this episode will be like three hours long. Yeah. Uh, the top of our list surprisingly is country mac from it's always sunny in philadelphia yeah. that and role models uh, which everybody right we oh, all agreed right, yeah, yeah. he got a nine for role models and we averaged out to a nine for always solid sunny. fucking nine yeah which i think that's 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 fair for me that I, tracks I, that I, tracks. Yeah. do you want to switch um, the movie meter let's do it movie meters folks what do we actually think about these I'm, suckers i'm i'm happy holy shit i'm very happy about this one <laughs> I'm wow happy oh, that I took Lord. home number one and two. Well, technically, Wait, I didn't on. take I... home one and two because technically the number one <sighs> pick was, which was the TV. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Was paired with <laughs> Lethal Weapon, which is subsequently the second. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Him. I need a second to digest this because this is drastic. This is the fucking. This bad. is the opposite of the last meter. This is yeah. so low. Hold on. And, uh, okay, so I'm the one with the biggest variance in this one. It looks me and Denali kind of. Jace right, is pretty yeah. good. Look at that, Jace. Mostly fours and fives. Hey, there's no good and bad in data, baby. There's well, just... I know. I'm just. I'm just. It's harder to. It's easier to get a path for Jace. Jace is so okay. This this is maybe my um, takeaway is that Jace, your scores track the overall flow of the averages really well. Oh yeah. Like, 
<laughs> your favorite episodes and were the favorite. Your middles were the middle, and your least favorites were the least favorites. We're the only movie podcast that also describes graphs. <laughs> but there's a there's something this is weird. What people want. <laughs> there, there's something weird happening. Yeah. In the middle for me and Denali, where each of us rated a movie a, seven a two, and, two. and the yeah. other person rated it a seven. <laughs> and that was I liked Dude's, Dude Where's My Car. I rated that a seven, and but Denali rated it a two. And then I think in retrospect, I could give Dude Where's My Car also a five, and you know it could be the exact opposite flip flop. I don't know right. why I gave it a four, if I'm being honest. And then Denali liked uh, Final Destination and gave it a seven, and I gave it a two. So, yeah, but but on either side of that, we're on the same page essentially. And I think that's like our divergence in like I guess what comedies or what horrors we like maybe or, yeah. or I mean, but those are the only two. I mean, we're pretty much in line with everything else. Stark raving mads at the bottom as we as it fucking deserves. Um, I think I gave it a zero. You guys liked it a quite a bit more than I did. I gave it a zero. You guys gave it almost a hundred percent more than I did. Like Jace, you gave it a one, which is like <laughs> almost like an infinite amount higher than what I gave it. So like can you guys yeah. speak on that? Like why you guys love this movie so much? <laughs> I fucking hated that movie. If yeah. I gave shit zeros, I'd give that shit a zero. Yeah, yeah it has that's to the be thing. It's really, really true. Actually, I've given something to zero before. It has to be really, really drastically bad. And yeah. I, I thought this was funny enough bad with the good heist concept, I think, that, you know, I felt like it needed a one or something. I'm I think my up. scale just bottoms out at a one. It wasn't bad enough to even be, like, super funny either. <laughs> I was still running out the clock for a right. lot of it. Um, but, like, going up the scale, like, it doesn't really pass five on our fucking movie meter until you get, like, seven movies in, which is insane. And then insane. it's only... We have one that's a 5.3, that's American Pie. A right. couple that are around six, which is Evolution and Role Models. And then the top two at an average of seven is The Rundown. And once again, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And seven yeah. is not very high, guys. No, Every other not. season, we've had bangers. <laughs> but I mean, some of these, I think, deserve an asterisk. Like, um, like if I talked about like my actual enjoyment watching these, like mm-hmm. American Pie and Role Models, like I would actually put those numbers higher. It's Why just that you? like... There were certain because things. it comes with a certain sense that you're rating it high and you might recommend it to someone when it yeah. understandably has content that you're like, you know, maybe I shouldn't. And it's also not not only that, there were things in there that shot it down for me. Like it's high highs and really low lows <laughs> for me in those movies. And I look back and it's like, yeah, I enjoyed American Pie probably more than a five out of ten. <laughs> but with the lows included man i just can't give it higher that's fair that i think yeah i think for most of these i remember it's like in the moment watching them the bad stuff leading up to the review is is what's on my mind i think more so than the good stuff but then we get the review out of the way and then it's like the good things and the funny things about the movie that are sitting in the pool that we could come back to this and i'm like man i was a little harsh but I think if I watched them again, I'd be like, ah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of this season two, or a lot of this season, we watched the day of. And that should also be taken into account. So, like, we fucking finish the movie, and then we review it, and we're like, Jesus Christ. And it's, like, fresh in our heads. We're punished by some of these movies. Movies that have poor pacing fare worse in that regard. I th- yeah. I, th- I think that's... I would and agree. I do think one of the strengths of this season was pacing. Holy shit, yeah. Not a lot of these movies are very long. This was a 90-minute season, which I, I also really appreciated. I mean, we've had episodes in the past that were like pushing three hours. 
Oh man. <laughs> but once again, there's not really any movies in here that we could have like critically analyzed. No. <laughs> these are just like, you know, worthless comedies almost. So like Hey, these much, are worthless. It's a bunch different than McConaughey and like Ben Affleck movies where there's like right. David Fincher movies and Oscar winning movies, Christopher Nolan movies, like, you know, I, I I don't know if I can name the director of a single one of these. Yeah, we're critically analyzing dude where's my car. Like, I, I, are we like a, like, what kind of podcast are we? We sat there and, like, we didn't even jokingly analyze it. We fucking we sat there. Literally, we were, yeah, had an existential crisis about the, the <laughs> whether or not it was okay to talk about certain stuff in the movie. And then we were also looking at camera angles and, like, fucking, like, writing callbacks and shit. This is the most in depth analysis, I will say, of Sean William Scott's movie career, I think, that exists. Yeah. On the market today. Ever been done. We could teach a college-level course. UCLA, hit me up. I could fucking teach a course on Sean. Uh, but yeah, folks, if you wanted to see that graph, I will post it on YouTube eventually. And maybe Instagram, if I remember. But I hope we did an okay job at describing those, because uh, they look great, Jace. Thank you again for, for making those. Um, watch our old State of the Podcast, too, on YouTube, where I'm almost fucking caught up i'm making our way through our disaster season it takes a while to upload these it takes like two to three hours which Oof. is crazy because our videos are so damn long you know spotify um, like can include the video now oh shit i don't i don't know how to do that so <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, if someone wants to do that we will pay you nothing <laughs> but please do that our gbgb warriors um but folks thank you so much for sticking with us in the sean william scott season thank you to sean for hanging in there and making your movies and doing what you do dog uh you know i know we talked a lot of shit back there but we love you dog it's in good spirits it's in good spirits you know friends take the piss out of each other and uh we consider you our friend sean (laughs) can i call you sean no mr scott (laughs) (laughs) mr william scott (laughs) what what do you want me to uh, I feel like I need to com- include both the letters every time. But folks, let us know what you think about our Sean season. Let us know if you wanted us to like include a movie. I mean, we've talked about doing uh, a revisited season. If we did, what which movies would you like us to see uh, if we ever did that? Sean, let us know what you think about our reviews. Jason, you, know, like you want to say something. Yeah. Yeah, besides the, the movie reviewing portion of this, I think... This season and the content in the movies has led to some of my more enjoyable bits that we've done on yeah. the show. And <laughs> I don't know, you know, maybe it's because we're getting a little bit better, more efficient, but like we had some really funny improv. We did. This we season did. that like, Ryan, <laughs> people have told me multiple times that that one episode you kicked it into gear and you were killing it. What? You were killing uh, which, improv. Which, I don't even Ryan. remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that actually that actually brings me to my annual performance review that I was going to oh, give no. you guys at the end of the season. Oh. Um, I, I like to do this every once in a while. We've done this for a few seasons. We like to review our coworkers and let you guys know what you can improve on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, I'll, I'll start with you. Um, you know, you've, you've been doing some good performances on the quizzes in our think tanks. Uh, the TikTokers love that shit. Um, and you've you've been taking a lot of you've been proactive in the improv. But I, what I'd like to see you see you do more is initiate improv more often. Uh, maybe just say we, we want to do more improv games and uh, at least double or triple the impressions for future seasons. I want to see more impressions. I want to see only impressions. And Jace, I was I was going through our edits 
you are on the most incredible streak on our box office game. It has been unbroken. I have never seen anything like this. And you've also been doing strangely well at the quizzes. Um, I'm going to give you the most improved award. And um, we, we're talking about employee of the month. I think I'm still gonna I'm still gonna give it to myself uh-huh, uh, as as is tradition. Um, but both you guys have been doing such a good job. Jace, of course, uh, great work on the improv. The audience fucking loves it. And of course, for mine, uh, no notes. Perfection as usual. Uh, eligible for raise. Any any comments yet, Jace? Boom shakalaka. God, that's so fucking loud. It's not even gonna go through on the I audio. I, I think I could cut it in. I cut the Discord audio into it. <laughs> that's so fucking loud. Like I have it's that max. Incredibly loud. Why do you it's, guys have the volume at a hundred? It's so loud that it actually makes me sweat. Jeez, when it I, I think it's based on you because your user volume is at one hundred and seventy-one percent for me. Right click on soundboard. And then, you know, <laughs> turn it down. Sean, uh, you're welcome on anytime to review any of the any of your other co-stars. And folks at home, thanks so much. But with that, the passing of the torch is upon us. At this point in our State of the Podcast, we will decide the fate of Season 9. Dun, dun. We will submit no more or no less than two pitches each and place it on the ordained Wheel of Chaos. The wheel, wheel will be chaos. spun... At no less than 10 seconds. Spun. After which, we will select whatever it decides randomly. We leave it to the fates. Whatever it decides, we'd leave it randomly to the fates. We spit it only once on camera. No cheating. Never have we cheated. (laughs) Is that true? I I think that's actually true. I think that's actually true. We've technically not cheated. I don't think we've cheated ever. We we fucking could have. We what? I we put something have. on there last season <laughs> that I think we had to. <laughs> um, no, it la- no, because it landed on Sean William Scott. We considered having to do it. We we yeah. considered it. Oh and yeah, we did it, but we guys. Didn't. But we didn't. And we should have. <laughs> now we do need to talk because okay. Okay. I've yes. successfully this, the wheel of chaos has been kind to me. It has. Uh-huh. You know, as a statistics you're feeling bad right now you're like okay if it picks mine again as a six foot tall white you know heterosexual man in america not a lot goes my way (laughs) but the wheel of chaos has for some reason decided to you know bridge equity and has landed on me the last two seasons finally a win yeah finally so um would would we like to maybe say that you know, if it does land on me and you guys both veto. Well, okay. We've been in this position before where I've had two picks in a row and Jace has had two picks in a row. Yeah. Okay. We didn't, we didn't veto at that point. I think then. after three, you can't do the next state of the podcast like pitch. How about that? It's so, like if we, get, if we get three in a row, then we That's like literally a full year's worth of movies. We cannot but that's the game wheel. That is but true. That's the that's true. Okay, like, we we is... can introduce a system where it's like, um, you know, I thought about this where it's like if we if one of our th- picks get picked, we get one less pick next day to the podcast. And if we get picked again, then we get no that, picks. That would be one. fair. And then we can if, regenerate. If I, if I get it this time, I only get one pitch next season. What if one person doesn't yeah. get it like six times in a row? <laughs> that happened to Ryan. More. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Ryan yeah. didn't get his pitch in for seven for seasons. seven seasons. <laughs> wow. Man, and that's we didn't a do shit for him. Time. Okay. And we just say, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> and then now- I had to watch dog movies. <laughs> 
and these they were great. Obs- <laughs> yeah, they. You I've love gotten- Ben Affleck. You're like full attention for Ben Affleck. Don't lie to me. <laughs> I've had multiple comments from people saying our dog season was our best season. Um, I agree with that, dude. <laughs> yeah, and it's I. And unfortunately, unfortunately. Most of the comments are, I love it when you guys are going fucking insane watching movies you hate. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, too. It's like, okay, no, seriously, if there's actual fans and not bots listening to this thing. Uh, Only bots. I, I think that there's a definite balance in what we're choosing between movies that will drive us crazy and therefore yes. are a good theme. And then... Movies that won't drive us crazy and are not at risk for ruining the podcast. Right, right. And we, we did have to consider at, consider that for this one. Because, like, we did have a, a good discussion last episode off mic. I, w- I want to bring some of that on mic. Um, because we mentioned this is kind of during our summer craziness where our schedules can be hard to align. Um, there was some talk that maybe we shouldn't pick picks that maybe would be so torturous that we cannot bring ourselves to continue it throughout this difficult period. In the interest of that, like I tried to pick some things that would be still a little torturous, but more fun and more and more, more willing to watch. So you're not going to see horses from me this state of the podcast. Oh. All right, folks, you're not going to see horses. You're not going to see Fast and Furious for this one either. All right. I'm going to oh, wait really? until we have a good time to do That's this. That's a fall Plus, season type of yeah, I think so. And also, I think those are better served with every single fucking week in a row. We watch Horse or Fast and Furious. We're fully immersed. All right. I want something that's okay if we have some breaks in between. Um. Yeah, I don't know if I got that message, but that's fine. That's fine, Ryan. I just, I'm, I'm saying I did my due diligence <laughs> this time around, so you can't get mad at me. But guys, I mean, do you, how do you, how do we want to do this? Do we want to do one pitch at a time? Each of us, you want to just do two, 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 two? Put our names on the Wheel of Chaos and just spin that to start. And <laughs> Okay, Wheel of Chaos, who goes first? And then Wheel of Chaos, how, how we do it? Ryan, since yours got it last time, do you want okay. to go first? Yeah, well, and let's do them both. Let's do them both. Both? No, it's I need a break. I got to recoup my creative okay. juices. Freaking fine. Fuck. Jeez. Jesus Christ. Fucking divas over um, here. What I happened to us? I don't want to hear eat one person talk for 10 minutes a row first, explaining 20 movies. <laughs> the first category first? I thought of on my drive to Home Depot today. Okay. Home and Depot I think movies. this was actually sparked by a conversation that Jace was having last episode. I don't know with whom. But um, I'm going to pitch medieval movies. Medieval movies, yes! So as an example, there's movies like um, Highlander. Oh, fuck, Gre- yeah. yeah. Right? They're still making good new ones, too. There's, like, that recent The King movie. There's The Green Knight. Fuck yeah. We've got some animated ones with uh, Brave. You can always change your fate. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's a Scooby-Doo one, too. Oh, fuck yeah. And there's the classics, like Conan the Barbarian. And even Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Um, there's a bunch of cult movies, like... Army of Darkness and Willow. And the fan favorite, Knight's Tale. Yeah, Knight's I think it's Tale. A big so, like, some of my favorite movies are on here. Like, I love Army of Darkness. And um, I think, and Green Knight, I love too. So, like, I think this would be actually a legit season of good movies. I think we were going, we're going to want to purposefully pick some stinkers. Yes, Chase. Are we going to stick to the canonical 476 AD to 1450 AD for medieval <laughs> movies? Because if it's outside of that, it doesn't count. 
Well, that would factor into your score then. This is just like with the disaster movies. <laughs> it doesn't and there'd be fall people between who the would say I that never, that's not I never tempting. pitched a movie that wasn't a disaster movie. <laughs> but you could have. I th- yes, and I think medieval in spirit counts. Like if we, for example, wanted to watch the Dungeons and Dragons movie, I don't know, maybe. Right. Uh, oh, right. Okay, I'm in because like there the are one multiple. From 1999. <laughs> 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 hell yeah ryan uh, also um yeah. before this podcast the worst movie i ever had watched was a um movie featuring like peter dinklage it's called the knights of badassdom oh no and it w- it's atrocious one of the worst movies i've ever seen <laughs> and uh it would be kind of fun to revisit those sort of things like really terrible movies uh sweet we call it the castle yeah, that's good. And Ryan, I legit thought about pitching Medieval this uh, this oh, season. Oh, really? So it's like I got three picks. Hmm. Sweet. Uh, I'm going to keep this simple. Uh, I wanted to pick something that was going to be fun to discuss and also maybe a bit fun to watch, something that has equal parts stinkers, uh, equal parts bangers. Um, this is a bit of a repitch. I think I pitched it season two. I'm going to do M. Night Shyamalan movies uh, once oh, more. Oh, wow. Uh, we're going to move from the Sean Shack to the Shyamalan Shack. There are some fucking buck nasty wild movies in here. Uh, you got The Village, The Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Signs, Split, Old, Knock at the Cabin. Each yes. of these movies have fucking wicked ass twists at the end. We can do a twistometer. Um, what I will say after each one of these movies that I've seen, I haven't seen all of his movies. I always want to talk about it after I see them. Even yes. if it's good or bad, it's always like, holy fuck, I got to talk to someone about this shit. This is insane. Um, I think it'll be a fun season. So Shyamalan Shack is my first pitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, my Uh-oh. God. Screech. Door. Clicks open. <laughs> hold on. Hold on, Jason. Pause your thoughts. Can you hear that? No. <laughs> oh, shit. Your audio will probably pick it up. What was oh, it? Oh, yeah, that's true. Is it Lowrider? Go ahead. I am terrified. My first pitch of the season is Ride or Die. Movies with memorable vehicles. Oh, yeah. Movies like Back to the Future. Oh, shit. Mad Max, Fury Road. Oh, shit. The Italian Job? Jurassic Park? Maybe. Maybe it counts. Cars, 2006 animated <laughs> film about cars. Those are memorable. <laughs> Could be Fast and the Furious. Fast Furious. Could be. Herbie, fully loaded. Might need uh, to do a rewatch. Speed. Bumblebee. Speed. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Oh, that's true. They have the Ghostmobile. Yeah. You know, um, I think, I think uh, I'm, I'm, my first pitch yeah. is movies with a memorable car. With a memorable car, hell yeah! That's you always have the most unique pitches, Jace. I'm looking, I'm trying to figure out how to Google this, <laughs> but there's a shitload we could pick from here. Like you've got even it's okay, so it doesn't have to be a car that Tron? has a name. Question mark? Like, Question mark? Dude, okay, yeah, let's. I do um, like the title. Unfortunately, Ride or Die too. I'm going to have to uh, interject and ask what we do now. When my second pitch was going to be car movies. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> you fuckers just, thought I I'll, was going to do Fast and Furious, and two the... you put car movies. <laughs> I put the song I was playing in the general chat because I had to. I had to load it ready to go. 
Um, yeah, so I picked car movies nice, for my second nice. pitch. And there was a while ago when we uh, decided that if two people ever pitched the same thing... <laughs> that it would like get auto selected but i don't think i don't think we should do that i just think it should take up more of the wheel Mm, i do like jace's pitch but i think it's different than like a car movie because like uh gone in 60 seconds you know baby driver uh even tokyo drift like those are car movies and even the movie cars but they're not necessarily like movies with a memorable like a famous car Right. Uh, I want to watch the NASCAR movies like Talladega Nights and Days oh of Thunder. God. Like that oh would be so much fun. And that's definitely like a certain vibe too. And the movie that made me want to pitch this was Mad Max. So there's some overlap and I'm not sure how we want to deal with that. I wonder if you guys can both put your pitches there and just like one, like whoever it lands on, that's the person who dictates what kind of car season we have. You know, it's like one would have a memorable vehicle or one would be literally car movies. Yeah. We could keep loosey-goosey to like 50-50. I think maybe just, yeah, broadening the idea of a car movie. If it's sent, if there's a car <laughs> that you... <laughs> If if no one so, can argue that there so is a car, the in only it. movie we can't do is Land Before Time. <laughs> All right, sweet. I mean, if you guys want to do that, uh, we can we can do a car section or separate car section, whatever you guys want. Yeah, do. if you're cool with it, I mean, if you don't want me, I should fucking pitch Fast and Furious. God damn it! <laughs> I'm 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 getting a little bit of dread. I don't actually want to watch car movies. As no, badly. me either. I I Are was really fucking, not expecting you can't it. do that. <laughs> I mean, you guys, for some of it, you do bank on the one in six chance. I know. Uh, that's what right? I was doing. Herbie you fully loaded? Bastards. Now chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Um, great. We got, we've got we got a lot of room for cars here, but I'm not going to give in a temptation. I'm, I'm going to hold Fast and Furious back, okay? We're going to do it some you other time. You might not want it's to not because gonna be uh, this time. if we do car season, I don't want to do Fast and Furious. <laughs> if i did fast and furious that'd be like half of our fucking wheel yeah. either way we're gonna be watching get races it, get it out of the way <laughs> and i'm not gonna do that it's like it's like every four-year-old child's dream like race cars yeah. <laughs> what a fucking race car scene we've regressed okay i'm gonna i'm gonna stick so i'm gonna put some variance in here okay um, this I've never pitched this one before, um, but it has come up as an audience suggestion. It's something that I agree would make a pretty fucking fun season. Um, I'm gonna do young adult novel adaptations. So oh, these are no. movie adaptations. No, now this you is are gonna not kill us. Familiar with YA novels? I'm talking about <laughs> your <laughs> Twilight. Watching one right now. I'm talking about your Divergence, so your Maze Runners, bad. your Hunger Games. I like Maze Runner. Uh, holes perks of being a wallflower ender's game young adult novel adaptation son if you've read them and there's you know, a movie you can fuck yourself for the speech you gave at the start of this <laughs> artemis foul there's a lot of great yeah, so was that an awesome bullshit about it was all not bullshit. to like it was all bullshit <laughs> there are some great it, movies though. in here i love it and it's on the please list please let us be car movies please let it be fucking car the movies. ya shelf Ooh! All right, Jace, what's your last pitch? Just fucking give it to us, man. The last pitch is something that I, I, I've talked about before. Okay. I've mentioned it at the beginning of a podcast. I, I might have texted it to you. And I just want to so get these thoughts out here in a recorded okay. concept. Okay. This, is gonna, this, this, is a little, this is a little highbrow, I think. Okay. 
maybe too too much so. Um, or my my second pitch for the season is Journey of the Fellowship. Okay. Okay. And if you didn't know, the Fellowship of the Ring has yeah. nine members in it. Okay. Okay. And if you include, say, the movie The Fellowship of the Ring, you've got a perfect, uh-huh. a perfect season where you can watch The Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, shit. And then one movie for each member of The for Fellowship of the, of the Ring. Fellowship of the Fuck. <laughs> so, I mean, we'd start oh off with Lord God. of the Rings, okay. Fellowship of okay. the Ring. Then yeah. you could go like Elijah Wood. Okay. Which I'm seeing Eternal Spot Shot, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Is that true? He's in that one? Yeah, he's not a major character though. Okay, so a different he's one. In a bunch of movies. Viggo yeah, yeah. Mortensen, A History of Violence. Yeah. But, oh yeah. wait, this is the wrong list. Sorry. Wait, wait. Um. Uh, sorry. Uh, he's in that. Yeah. So okay, let me just list this out. We got Frodo Baggins as Elijah yes. Wood. We've Thanks. got Samwise Gamgee, Sean Astin, Gandalf the Grey, Surian McKellen, Aragorn, Viggo Mortensen, Legolas, Orlando Bloom. Gimli, John Rice Davies, right? Sure. Boromir, I'm... Sean Bean, Mary, yes. Dominic Monaghan, Pippin, Billy Boyd, and, you know, we the good do... son, so Rudy, saying... Mr. Holmes, Eastern Promises, Pirates of the Caribbean, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, Goldeneye, The Lost City of Z, Master Commander with Far Side of the World, a movie Holy for shit. each of them. <laughs> I am furiously typing to find a Fast and the Furious crossover. <laughs> Hell yeah! What? Okay, wait. So, uh, do you have a, do you have a title? No. We can call it the Fellowship. I think the like. I'm we can work. We can work on it. it. We, 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 we can workshop. We can work on it. Okay. Hell yeah! This is this I'm would be a marathon. This would be a great high concept marathon journey of the Fellowship. Wow. Holy fuck. The That'd be random as fuck. But then it'd be it'd be funny to be like, all right, let's watch a Vigo Mortensen <laughs> movie. Guys, I so, have it from last time loaded yeah. up. It's apparently in sort of my cookies. Uh, one of us pitched farm movies and one of us pitched horse movies last year. So. Yeah, I remember that? We had a, just like we're moving through time. We had a high probability of horses last time. Now we now have a high cars. probability of cars. Next time's going to be spaceships. I had to fight myself like the urge to pitch dragon movies. <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck Dude, yeah. Yes. On the drive home. Oh, me what? I'm like gripping my wheel, angry as fuck because of getting out of the movie. And I'm like, God, I'm going to pitch fucking dragon movies. Dude, you should have done dragons, too. That's like, what is that? Like so fucking I don't know. dragon heart? I don't even Dra- know. The Hobbit. Puff the Magic Dragon, which should be. Okay, Ryan has got the Wheel of Chaos queued up. Thank you, Ryan, for filling that in. We've got all of our picks set in here. Holy shit, this is the part of the podcast where it makes me so fucking nervous. For the next 10 plus weeks, these are the movies that we're going to be watching. Some of these are a little not like the others, and some of these are a little like the others. Okay, folks, we're going to spin this once, right? I'm going to spin it only once. Um, Boom shakalaka. And it, remember, Boom shakalaka. whatever Boom it lands on. So we, did we? Did you just give a rundown, or do we want to do it again? I can, I can do it again. Yeah. Do it. Can you just read them off the list? Okay. Uh, so Ryan has placed the inputs. Uh, he has placed the Fellowship, medieval movies, movies with cars, car movies, <laughs> young adult novel adaptations, and M Night Shyamalan. Uh, a bit of a mixed bag there. And uh, we are going to decide the fate of season nine. <sighs> for us uh remember okay, once, hands, once, it, boys. once it goes we gotta say what it is one third car movies hold okay. hands ready boys oh! here it goes 
Oh my god. Oh my god. I regret everything. Oh, I regret it. No, 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 no. When's this going to start slowing down? Oh my god. Oh my god. It's car movies. Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm only taking this as two and a half wins in a row. Oh my god. You know what that means, boys? It started slowing down at the beginning of car movies, and I was like, oh, it's going to pass it, and there's the next car movies roll loaded yeah, up right they're, after it. They're next to each other. <laughs> they weren't even separated on the wheel. It's like... Big ass slice. They didn't stand a chance. Wait, so, Ryan, this was your car movies, that yeah. one, right? So it's movies... I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. say due to Jason's input as well. Okay. I think I'm gonna ex- be very lenient on what we call a car movie for okay. selection purposes. Okay. You can then give it a low score if you think the car that you were thinking of wasn't in it very much, like a Ghostbusters, okay. or if in Transformers they spend all their time as planes and fighting <laughs> robots and not cars. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. As long as there's a fu- as long as there's a car in it, okay. Do it. Okay. But what Hell do you yeah. imagine as a car movie? For me, I think racing. I think heists. Uh, there's got to be some mechanics. There's got to be like a, a driving scene, some kind of chase scene, I yeah. usually think. What? Um, sick jumps. Sick jumps, sick stunts. Oh, my God. Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> Dad core season already yeah, happening right now. <laughs> okay. And I think uh, movie number one has to be Tokyo Drift. Holy shit, we're doing it? Yeah, right off the bat, dude. Holy shit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Because that's like the standalone where you don't have to watch the others. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's completely standalone. Let's fucking do it's it. It's my favorite of the series. Oh, Jesus Christ. A whole ass third of the movie meter of the wheel of chaos. There's no chaos in that. It's just we a third stood of it. No chance. It was a super block of car movies. Hey, last horses didn't win last time. Did, well, no, that's did not Ali, fair. Did you it would have been both like both of those. No, it's Ryan pitched farm movies, oh, but it was like yeah. it would be like if we did horse movies and like Kentucky Derby movies or some <laughs> shit. Like maybe next season. Uh, great, Ryan. Let's fucking do this. Let's get in there. I'm stoked. The I'm, garage. I'm, I'm, I'm like excited this time. I'm excited this time because we're not car people, right? We're we not car not, guys. Yeah, we're not car. Uh, I play Gran Turismo sometimes. That's that's about it. I'm probably the um, most car guy out of us. Uh, well, folks, next week or whenever we can record, probably maybe next week. Join us for our review of Tokyo Drift, the finest of the uh, Fast and Furious franchise, I think. And join us for, we'll think of the name, I think episode one. The of Garage. Next season. The, I like The Garage, right? For season nine, Good Boys Gone Bland, we're headed into The Garage. Vroom, vroom, motherfuckers. Sayonara, Sean. And hello, Tokyo Drift. Brrr!